0: You're listening to the audio-only version of American RVer. To see the video podcast, go to americanrvr.com and click on the video link for the show on the homepage. You're watching American RVer. We're glad you're here. On this show, we highlight our Friends Across America segments and focus on couples that are full-time and make a living while on the road. We first talk with Ron and Wanda Farrar. They have been our friends for some time, and they keep busy with their hobbies and selling parts and services for RVs. Next we introduce new friends Rich Charpentier and Jody LaJoyte. Rich and Jody travel in an Airstream trailer and do websites, photography, and database design through RLC Design Services. So let's see how you can travel and make some money on the road.
1: Welcome to this edition of American RVer. We're in Shelter Valley, California, which is just outside the Anza Borrego State Park, which is 640,000 acres of desert and mountains with all kinds of wildlife and just beautiful vistas. And we are at the Stagecoach Trails RV park with our friends, Ron and Wanda Farrar. They have joined us here. We meet up with each other, you know, a couple, three times a year, and of course that's what we like about RVing is meeting up with our friends throughout the year. And they've agreed to be on American RVer this time. Thank you guys. You're welcome. welcome. Hey, so isn't this like the best place on earth today? Today Today is
2: wonderful. (laughs)
3: It's really, really nice here.
1: We've had a little bit of wind and so we're kind of enjoying today with the beautiful temperatures and sitting out enjoying happy hour, which is one of the things that a lot of RVers do. But I, enough about me. <laughs>
3: Let's talk <laughs> about Nothing you about guys. Us. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you all been RVing? We started uh, RVing together in 1989 in a slide-in camper over our pickup truck. Oh, no kidding. So 26
1: years. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's a long time. Have you been about everywhere? No, No. we've hardly scratched.
2: Actually, we've hardly scratched the surface.
3: We were RVing when we began. We were on the road sales. Okay, we were uh, representatives for the electronics industry. We had so, our
2: own. We had our own company for a while. We traveled for sales for that.
3: But we still mm-hmm. had the stationary home, so we'd be home. But we'd be on the road probably three weeks out of so, the month.
1: So how long have you been full time then? Since two thousand six. And one interesting thing to note about Ron and Wanda is that we have the exact same coach, year, make, model, outside color, just different interior floor plan. And that's how we first met them was in Quartzsite, Arizona, when they came driving up to our little group and we said, hey, there's our RV. (laughs) (laughs) And that's what we thought too.
2: (laughs) And that was like karma. Exactly.
1: And that's been really fun, you know, dry camping in the desert. Absolutely. We do a lot of that. You do? Mm-hmm. We, do. we do. What do you like best about the dry camping in the desert?
2: Well, we, I think... It's not crowded? Yeah, you know, one of the things we like is the, you know, not necessarily the isolation, but the fact that you can be kind of remote with a small group of people or by yourselves. Um, you know, we have done some modifications to RV to help with our ability to dry camp. We've got... a. a Several solar panels oh, okay. and that sort of thing on the roof to help with uh, our ability to stay, and right. stay so off, off the s- grid for a while. How
1: long can you stay without having to move?
2: Well, the longest I think we've been in quartzite without having to, you know, get water and stuff like that. It's been about 12 days. 12 days.
1: Okay. So we can. And we're ready for water and yeah. <laughs> and dumping your tanks There's right. and long shower.
4: Right. Yeah. <laughs> right.
1: right. <laughs> Yeah, it's a different kind of camping, boondocking, versus being in a campground with full amenities. Not
3: that we don't enjoy being in a lovely RV resort with swimming pool and community center and activities. We also enjoy that very much, too. Do you meet up with other people besides us on the road when you're traveling?
2: Uh, We do. (laughs) We have some friends uh, that, you know, kind of like you guys, we catch up with them two or three times a year. And uh, you know we've done quartzite for the last four or five years, which is a little bit bigger group. It's still typically you know mm-hmm. the this the same people participate in our little camping group.
1: Do you ever get tired of RVing being full time?
2: We we have not so far. We we love the lifestyle. I told Wanda when we got this motorhome I had cut my last blade of grass. <laughs>
3: okay. <laughs> And I still say I love waking up in the morning when we're literally on the road moving from place to place. I love waking up in the morning and not quite remembering where we are. Okay. When I first wake up, it's like, Right, where where are we now?
1: Well, what what kinds of things do you do to keep yourselves occupied? Well, you know, because even though you're home and you have your stuff and you've got your computer, are there other things that you like to do to while away the hours? (laughs)
3: <laughs> it's a good thing our motorhome has a lot of inside storage because I'm a crafter. Okay. I knit, I sew, I scrapbook, I make cards, and I have room for all my sewing machine, my card making mm. uh, equipment that I need. I have all of it inside there. And, wow.
2: uh And I have to live in the pickup.
1: Oh I see Ron, yes. But I happen to know something about the back of your pickup and what you carry with you, why don't you tell us about that?
2: Uh, Well, I do a couple of things to keep my mind occupied. Uh, I enjoy reading, so I have a lot of books, uh, you know, on my uh, iPad, you know, uh, Barnes and Noble Kindle stuff. And then uh, I sell um, uh, LED lighting. Okay. And I and I sell um, uh, extended warranties for our, primarily for RVs, but I can do any any vehicle or off-road vehicle or whatever.
3: What do you do for fun?
2: What do I do for fun? What's
3: on the back of the pickup
2: truck? Oh, then we then we <laughs> yeah, haul. Yeah,
1: we needed Wanda to remind <laughs> him that he really does Jeez. have fun occasionally too. That's right. Yes,
2: <laughs> we we have a razor that we haul on the back of our pickup truck, and we do a lot of trail riding when we're in the in the deserts. We're Leaving on an extended trip here the 1st of July, and we'll be in uh, going to uh, Prescott, Arizona, and uh, the north rim of the Grand Canyon and Lake Powell, and up, oh, that'll in t- be beautiful. up into Indian Country, and yeah. we'll be doing a lot of uh, trail riding. So, like southern
1: there. Utah, Canyonlands right. kind of trips? Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know a lot of people who have traveled in their RV quite a bit always seem to make it to southern Utah right. because it's just so beautiful, it those is. beautiful red rocks.
2: Well, they have, and, and, the and not only that, but Utah has really done, uh, encouraged the ATVers, UTVers, uh, uh, off-road motorcyclists, that kind of stuff. And they have uh, trail systems throughout the state of Utah, many, many thousands of miles. And, and just
1: like other off-roaders, you still stick to the trail. You just don't go off in the desert on your own. Because no. you you really care about the ecology and Absolutely. making sure we're protecting the desert as That's well. That's why
3: the trails are there. They, they spend time and effort and money to maintain them. And uh, they don't want you trashing the rest of the ecology right. as far as plant life and the wild animal habitat. Mm-hmm. So stay on the trails. It's just as beautiful. Right. Now, i
1: got to tell you, one other thing Wanda has introduced me to, not that I didn't love jewelry before, (laughs) but now I really am enjoying some of the new, okay, they're old stones, but they're new to me. Uh, uh, We were both in quartzite that first year, and we went to a little shop, and there was this Baltic amber, Mm -hmm. and we both picked up a piece, and we said, "Uh uh-oh, we can't put it down. We fell in love with it. We fell in love with it, so we made a deal that we both got it told her husband's later That's right. Yes. but at any rate some of the other stones that you've introduced me to are seraphonite seraphonite uh, charoite. yeah i can't pronounce that
3: one lapis yes uh sonoran sunset
1: and do you have all of these stones i
3: certainly do yeah i'm telling you
1: <laughs> she has some beautiful jewelry and we really enjoy wherever we go if we're going by a unique jewelry store or going to a craft show we're always drawn to those unique pieces,
3: and that's yes. been really fun for me. It, it has been fun, and I love to see how people are styling uh, their piece of jewelry, the Larimar and turquoise. and Right. Oh, white buffalo turquoise. If you've never heard of that, look it up. Yes, buffalo turquoise. <laughs> it's beautiful. Right, It's not what you expect. It'll be a surprise.
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, so Ron, looking back at uh, things you do for sale on the road, you do the LED lights. If someone wanted some LED lighting for their RV, how would they find out about them?
2: I have a website, uh, www.ledrvlighting.com. Uh, it ha- lists uh, and has prices and uh, lists the uh, the types of lighting that we offer at right. this time.
1: Yeah, it's not just the little puck lights, but also you have the tubes. Yes,
2: we have the uh, fluorescent tubes for... Uh, 18-inch, 36-inch, uh, and the 5-inch uh, yeah, fixtures. they're
1: great. We have them in our coach, and it has made a big difference. And I know for you boondocking, that's probably made a big difference on your energy.
2: Right. Energy consumption is way down with the LEDs, which is one of the reasons why we switched over to them, and then I got interested enough to start importing them.
3: Right. And I really liked them because they don't get nearly as hot. Right. Those reading lights that you'd have over your head, you didn't dare touch those by mistake. Right. And these are.
1: I've actually heard stories of someone forgetting to turn off their light, their halogen light in the closet, and it started a fire. Oh. Mm-hmm. So it can happen. So yeah. if you have any interest in LED lights, Ron can help you out with that. How about uh, the extended warranties? What's that all about,
2: Ron? Well, I offer a. I work with a company called Protective. Uh, it's the. Uh, uh, outfit, I have a Monaco coach, or we have a Monaco coach, and uh, Protective was uh, who wrote, a, Monaco sold, basically sold that plan. And I signed up with it when we bought the coach new, found out their uh, their performance on claims and stuff was excellent, and then decided that uh, over time that we would start working with them. So it, it's I can offer the same plan Monaco owners had from when they bought their coach new, if they got extended warranty, and, uh, but you it's know,
1: not limited just to Monica. Oh no, owners. no, it's
2: it's. Is anybody. it just
1: RVs or travel trailers or?
2: I can I can do any any vehicle from uh, motorhomes to travel trailers to uh, um, horse trailers to uh, motorcycles. Yeah, we can do motorcycles, off-road vehicles, cars, pickup trucks. Oh, the Oh, terrific! Whole thing.
1: Okay, so if they want to find out more about that, what will they do? Will they give you a call?
2: Uh, Yes, give me a call, and uh, it's uh, area code 541-944-3955.
1: Okay, so I just wanted you to know that not only are they friends of ours, um, but, you know, like most RVers, you've got to have something to do while you're on the road. You don't want to just always be playing the tourist, although that's really fun. Sometimes you just need to focus your energies on other things, and so that's what you all have decided to do. Right.
3: Yeah. You want to stay occupied and, and busy, and you go to wonderful places and see new things, but you can't be out every day investigating and looking at new things. You get tired, unfortunately. And,
2: <laughs> at our age. <laughs> at our
3: age. And uh, so it's good to have a day or two when you're in an area, just relax, enjoy your campsite, and take a couple hours to make some phone calls or respond to people's phone calls, and then just right. relax that day away. And then you're ready to go the next day and right. do more exploring right. and enjoy the area. Right,
1: well it's been really fun, uh, you know, meeting up with you guys and spending all this time together. It and been. We look forward to the next visit.
3: We do too. We do yeah.
0: too.
1: All right, we will be back with more of American RVer in just a moment.
0: We'll be right back with Rich and Jody from RLC Design Services.
1: Want to replace your halogen or fluorescent lights with cool, energy-efficient LEDs? Then check out www.ledrvlighting.com. They specialize in interior LED RV lighting. With low prices, a good selection and fast delivery, you can't beat them. You can even get LED tubes that directly replace your fluorescent lights. and easy. Go to www.ledrvlighting.com your best source for RV LED lights. Thanks for staying with us on American RVer. We've been talking about how you make money on the road and how you finance your adventures and so we've run into Rich and Jody, another younger couple who enjoys the full-time RV lifestyle but we want to find out how they can afford to do that. Yes? So what's your background and what uh, what first of all what made you decide to come on the road full-time? And then let's talk about what you do on the road so you can afford to do that.
5: Sure. I actually hit the road in 2006 uh, with my 2004 Airstream. I had gone through a major life change an illness and a divorce Mm -hmm. and so with the illness in mind I decided why not go see the US and travel with my Airstream.
1: I know because time changes, doesn't it? Once you have something Mm -hmm. like that happen.
5: Yep, so fortunately in the end for me it was a misdiagnosis and we found out in 2010 that everything was okay. Great. So five uncomfortable years but I was still traveling while I was going through that and um, in my previous life I was a network engineer and uh, I've taken my network engineering onto the road. So
1: computer-related network? Com-
5: I actually ran the Eastern Seaboard uh, for AT&T Wireless. Ah. So I was director of network operations. Okay. And prior to that, I was with Sprint PCS building cellular networks as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Jody's a little different.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Jody, how did you guys connect? And um, I met Rich, I moved to Prescott in 2005. And then in 2010, end of 2010, I met Rich. At, my friend was working at his gallery. And so once I met Rich, that's how I became a full-timer. <laughs> okay, yeah.
1: a gallery. So not only do you have the technical part of network, network engineering, but you're also a photographer.
5: Yes, I am. So I um, was co-owner of the Ian Russell Gallery in Prescott, Arizona for four years. And the one thing I found out is everyone has a camera now. So with that in mind, selling photography in a gallery setting is a little tougher. So I decided okay. to go back to my roots And the whole time I was doing the gallery, I was still full time in the Airstream in Prescott and still had the opportunity to take a lot of trips because doing the photography, you need to get out and not just photograph the same place.
1: Yes, what a nice way to write that off.
5: That's awesome, (laughs) that too, yes.
1: (laughs) Now tell me about the Airstream.
5: Well, this is a 2004 Airstream safari and I actually bought it in New England down toward Martha's Vineyard in 2004. Mm-hmm. So the original intention was for trips up to northern New Hampshire, where I used to live. And like I said, when I hit the road, it changed into something else. So the Airstream was a temporary lifeboat, and now it became home for me. <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> How did you end up in Prescott, Arizona?
5: huge accident so i was visiting some friends in 2007 in anza borrego california great place to go boondocking we were
1: just there oh, yeah, yeah. It's beautiful. Oh, we, i love it yes. Love Borrego. Yeah.
5: and um so several airstream friends who had been following along with my website said you need to come here so i went to anza borrego and had a really fantastic time there and when we were done i was going to go see friends in colorado so i let my gps route me <laughs> Okay. And I told it shortest distance, which was a mistake. And I ended up driving up Route 89 into Prescott oh. with insane curves yes. and hairpin curves. So I pulled into the town of Prescott with white knuckles <laughs> saying, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And then I looked around the town and I said, this is a great looking town. <laughs> so.
1: I'm never leaving because I'm yeah. not going down that road. Yeah, yeah.
5: <laughs> well, I ended up at Point of Rocks and I was just going to stay for a day and I've been a rock climber since grad school, and so I pull into Pointer Rocks and realize that it's one of the 10 classic climbing spots in the United States. Hmm. So a day went to a week, and a week went to a couple of months, and then my friends in Colorado called me in July and said, you're not coming, are you? So, <laughs> and I said, you know, this is a really great spot. So one of the right. nice things about full-time RVing, you don't have to be driving all the time. You can stay right. somewhere for a while. Exactly. Yeah. So.
1: Now, how have you parlayed that? I mean, I know those wonderful experiences, but how have you parlayed that photography and your network uh, work into an income?
5: Well, now we're actually redoing RV park websites. Yes, okay. So, Jody and I both work together on the sites, Mm -hmm. and um, we'll actually come into a park to help them get found. Because one of the big things on the net today, and one of the big things with RVers, we're all traveling with our iPhones and our tablets.
1: Right, yep. Yep. So. that's how I search for parks. Yep, yeah, yep, that's mm-hmm. how we yep. search
5: for parks. And several years ago, we got frustrated in park searches because we weren't getting good results. Mm-hmm. And back in graduate school, I built the first website ever for University of New Hampshire when the web became the web.
1: OK, yeah, so. that was before anybody knew what the heck that yeah. stuff was back in
4: the 90s, yeah. <laughs> And then Oh, fantastic.
5: You've been learning all of this.
4: I've been learning all of this since we decided we wanted to we were tired of well, like you were saying, you can't find anything.
5: You know, you're right. not finding
4: it on your Garmin or on your phone, or if you do find it, you have to you have to zoom in, it's all tiny. And I lost my train of thought. <laughs> yeah, so you've learned all about web design as well. Yeah. But did you have some background
1: in that before?
4: Um, not really not really at all okay um just i do See, so i was you go, don't i was always have to
1: stay with what you
4: already know you can actually learn something new oh yeah well, and, well, bring that and with, with the internet you can learn Absolutely anything that you want. <laughs> yeah. Now
5: Jody has an arts background, though, which okay. also comes into it. So yeah. we have the technical, but then there's also the, the presentation. So she is a lot of the presentation.
1: Fantastic. Now, yeah. where are some of the favorite places that you've gone? Not counting, you know, beautiful RV parks where you're How doing How much time, your time do websites. you have?
4: <laughs>
5: <laughs> um, I think Barrego Springs is Borrego an absolute Springs favorite. Is gorgeous. No, we we love boondocking sites. Oh. So um, what was the one down near Yuma?
4: Imperial Dam. Yeah. Oh, okay.
5: Yeah, and that we just checked that one out this year. Right. And so those what, are beautiful what, sand dunes. Yeah, oh, Imperial everywhere. Dam is an amazing spot. And then Cortez, Colorado, and Hovenweep National Monument.
1: Okay, so, I
4: don't know that one. Where is okay. that?
5: Okay, Hovenweep is forty-five minutes from Cortez. And one of our big things is National Monuments because most people, nobody
4: goes to them. They go to the
1: parks but not the monuments. They go to the National Parks
5: and they drive right by the National Monuments and the National Monuments are the gems. Okay. So well you tell her about Hovenweep. Oh
4: Hovenweep, (laughs) usually you drive in there and there's maybe eight cars at the Visitor Center Mm because it's a National Monument. Nobody ever goes to them. Right. So no one's out, you know, so you get your free little spot. and gorgeous trail goes around this large canyon, and there's just Indian ruins everywhere. Um, some of them, well, you can't really go into any of them, um, but they're built into the cliff, on the edge of the cliff, at the bottom of the canyon. Wow. So it's, and,
5: it's like going to Mesa Verde, only you get to be there alone.
4: Yeah, right.
5: So one of the other things we've been working up last year, and we're doing it very slowly, is a guide to the National Monuments for RVers in the Southwest. Oh, terrific. The bulk of all the National Monuments in the United States are in Utah, Arizona, New Mexico, and Colorado.
1: Yep. Oh, just where you want to be in the winter time, exactly, sort of, summer, kind fall, of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I, I tell the story that uh, a few years ago when we first started RVing, we came to Arizona, and it's was like, I want to go to the Grand Canyon. It was January. <laughs> I didn't realize that Okay, don't call me silly, but I didn't realize there'd be snow at the Grand Canyon because it was yeah. Arizona. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
4: I didn't even so know. So it's very interesting. I didn't even know Arizona got snow until I moved out here and discovered Prescott. Okay. To me, I mean, everyone, I guarantee you, everyone in New England, Arizona's a big desert.
1: Exactly, and, yeah. Because that's and where I'm no originally from there's no desert anywhere else. They don't realize it goes all the way up the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. It's, it's just very beautiful here. Well, I'm so glad to have met you guys and yes. to kind of hear a little bit about what you do. So if somebody wanted to get in touch with you, say they need a website updated or yeah. need some photography, what would they do?
5: Well, our business site is rlcdesign.net, and then we've got a blog that everyone follows along with, and I've been doing that since 2006, and oh, fun. it's really easy to remember. Yeah. It's the theairstreamchronicles.com.
1: Oh, the Airstream Chronicles. You got Good. it. It's like the Chronicles of Narnia. Yeah, yeah I like it. Good. <laughs> Hopefully, like you don't have those big adventures. Yeah. <laughs>
5: well, we like good adventure. Oh yeah.
1: Too. Good. Well, thank you so much for being a part of American RV today. Thank you. All right. We'll, we'll see you down the road.
5: We will. All right. Really.
1: Thank you so much for joining us for this edition of American RV. <laughs>